This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. My butt, my beer guts. Yeah, you want to touch it. I'm Taz and Jim, Dad Bod Pageant. This is it. We are going to award the duct tape sash to Mr. Dad Bod 2020. Now, we, we didn't want to do it before the weekend because we wanted all the dads to have a great Father's Day. And, <laughs> you know, one of them would have been really excited on Father's Day, and the other one's kind of let down. Um, so, this is, uh, this is where we, we tell you who won the independent judging panel has decided they base their decision on multiple factors one the contestants question and answer on the taz and jim show last week when we we talked to each of them on the radio Two, their performance um and talent that they showed off on instagram live of course their bods are Mm -hmm. in, in the equation when it comes to making their decision and their personalities are all included as well. This is not just an. We're not here to objectify dads. It's not just mm-hmm. based on the bodies. Okay. Um. So why don't we start with uh, with number three here? In third place, winner of a fifty dollar gift certificate to Keto Librium and a streamside spinning fishing reel prize pack. Hey. Our third place winner is Jonathan Flurry of London, yes. Ontario. Love this he guy. Is the, he's the welder who got, he's the dude who got sprayed down by the sprinkler. His wife was running the sprinkler, had yeah. the duct tape over his nipples, dancing around the yard. Yeah, he had some beads uh, on a little uh, piece of string that were taped to his nipples with two X's. Tassels. That was uh, Yeah, tassels. My mistake, yes, of course, tassels with the X duct tape over his nips. I literally, Taz, when we were doing the Instagram Live, fell off my chair while he was doing his dance and was getting sprayed by water. Yeah, it was good. We saw his tassels, and I think we almost saw his uh, assholes <laughs> when he bent over. Definitely the, the, the trail down to it we saw. Yeah, he's he's a welder by trade, but a plumber by uh, <laughs> pants. And number two, second place. Congratulations to this guy is got he's the unofficial mayor of Paris, Ontario. Mike Pelly has done it. An absolute beauty. Tough decision putting him in second, but my God, this guy came to play in that clip that we just played, Taz. He was this cartwheel guy, the former yeah. cheerleader. And that's always a fun visual, a big dude doing a cartwheel. He's still yeah. got it. And he has kind of an aura around him, like the legend of Mike Pelly. There is a story. I can't confirm or deny this one, but I heard in the comment section that he, when his wife got pregnant, promised her he'd put on the exact same amount of pounds as she did to, so she wasn't alone. That's the kind of beauty Mike <laughs> Pelly is. That's dedication. Uh, I also saw a video that was sent to, sent to us, direct message, and it may or may not have been Mike Pelly on vacation at an all-inclusive resort winning a belly flop contest. Shut up. I didn't see that one. Yeah. No, I did it was, see a... uh, It was something else. 
I did see another video. People must have been sending us a ton of videos. There was a uh, bunch of guys in baseball uniforms playing cornhole, and he did like six cartwheels in a row. <laughs> it's apparently something he yeah. just does. Mike Pelly, if uh, if our winner, if Mr. Dadbod 2020 isn't able for whatever reason to fulfill his duties over the next year, you will have to step into the duct tape, tape sash and take over, all right? Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah, you had the support of your friends and family, and, and uh, we uh, unfortunately only have one winner in this competition. And let's see if we can get that person on the phone. I know Juan the Colombian back at the radio station has the phone number ready to go. Dial it up, Juan. Just want to give everybody a shout out though, because all the contestants were so great. Taz, unbelievable. Absolutely. Hello. Hi, is Derek Smith there, please? This is Derek Smith. Or should we say, is Mister Dadbod Twenty Twenty there? Oh my gosh, I am like so That's awesome, you guys. Derek Smith awesome. from Hamilton, Ontario, father of two beautiful daughters. Uh, and uh, this is what it came down to. The judges said they loved your personality and your energy, Derek. They said Perfect. your bod was top-notch, and the story behind your dad bod, how you've lost 100 pounds uh, is since the new year. They were very inspired by that. But number one, it came down to the smile. That Derek Smith oh, really? smile really won nice. him over. Yeah. Uh, awesome, awesome. I can't wait. Hey, I've got to see this duct tape sash, boys. This, I'm so excited about this. See it? Yeah, You'll we, be wearing it. Nice. We may need we may need to get some measurements from you. We just want to make sure we use enough duct tape, okay? <laughs> um, and And then we'll send it your way. You also are getting a $300 gift certificate to Keto Libri Yum. So you have keto meal kits coming your way. And I know that you've been uh, working on yourself there and and doing different dieting and and, uh, meal planning. So you're going to be eating some keto meals. I went on their uh, website there last week just to see what was available. It's very cool, man. That'll be neat to do. And uh, hopefully next year at this time, I. I won't be in the dad bod competition. I get myself a little ripped up. You're yeah. pretty well, close, you... dude. At one point, you were doing the sh- the gun show, doing the uh, you say yeah. The boy, shoulders and, he... and the triceps are looking nice, Mike. <laughs> or oh, sorry, you're Derek. Yeah, you're, yeah. There you go. You're, you're big. My, in the right my personal favorite was the, uh, the the jiggle in the belly slap. I didn't know it would look that good on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you went to the trouble of writing a song about how badly you want to be Mr. Dadbot. I think we have that yeah. here. Let's play Derek Smith, Mr. Dadbot. Here he is. I got a dad bod. Not too shabby. Got a dad bod. I'm just a little flabby. Got a dad bod. Might sound brash, but I'd sure look good in a duct tape sash. I got a dad bod. Don't call me Chubbs. I got a dad bod. I like Buddha belly rubs. <laughs> dad bod talking to Jim and Taz, and I'd sure look good in a duct tape sash. 
You're getting one. Derek Smith of Hamilton is Mr. Dad Bod 2020. Now, I got to mention, I forgot, Mike Pelly is also getting a gift certificate from Keto Librium for coming in second uh, towards Keto Meal Kits. So congratulations to Pelly. And all of our contestants invited to be in the Taz and Jim Dad Bod 2021 calendar to raise money for Movember. So we will be doing some photo shoots with the boys, oh, Brent Vergeer. Oh, yeah. Chris Richter, Dennis Morewood, Chris LaBeouf, Andy Felipe, and Sam Hooper. Uh, I think we should all get together, get the photographer there, and maybe have a couple Coleman coolers full of brewskis for the day. Sounds, Sounds like, like a, a good time. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Dadbot. Derek Smith, Thank uh, you, so you much, earned guys. it, man. Thank you for listening to uh, Taz and Jim on Y108 in Hamilton there while you're working out every morning, getting back in shape, okay? Yeah, thank you so much, guys. It's Mr. Dad Bod with Taz and Jim. Nirvana, Kurt Cobain's acoustic guitar from the MTV Unplugged session that the, the band did is one of the iconic uh, un- MTV Unplugged sessions from the 90s. Nirvana, like it's it's got to be top of the list. It's on the top of a list for me for a lot, like more than just MTV Unplugged. Live music performances, the whole concert, I think, is amazing. I, I love I love the album and I love watching it even more. Man, that band, they changed, they changed the world of rock music when they released Nevermind. Uh, they still obviously have tons of fans all over the world to the point where one Nirvana fan paid $6 million to buy the guitar that Kurt Cobain played in the band's MTV Unplugged special on the weekend. Holy. $6 million. I don't know if I've heard of a more expensive rock memorabilia item than that. That's crazy. It broke the world's record for most expensive guitar, most expensive memorabilia, world's most expensive acoustic guitar, and world's most expensive Nirvana memorabilia sold at auction. The opening bid for the guitar was $1 million. Somebody snatched it up for $6 million. U.S. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you... you think it was posty? <laughs> Could have been. I, I could see it. He's got the money to burn. I don't know, man. It sounds like a crazy investment. Like, how would you get your money back there? But I mean, if you held on to that thing for fifty years, it's got to be worth so much more than that. Like, if you just yeah. if you you may All not you get your money in this lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> but holy, your cow. great great grandkids are going to be loaded if the world still exists at that point. <laughs> this is the, this is the crazy part about this story. So the owner of the guitar was Francis Bean Cobain's ex-husband. Oh. He do you remember this story? This was this was a couple years ago where Francis Bean Cobain, obviously Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter had been married and as a wedding gift she gave her husband, a guy named Isaiah Silva, the guitar that her dad played in the MTV Unplugged special. Mm. Here, this is the wedding gift for you, my love, my husband, till death do us part. Didn't work out that way. They got divorced. 
Courtney Love and Francis Bean tried to get the guitar back, but since it was gifted to the guy as as a wedding present, uh. he was the legal owner, and he got to keep the guitar. So now he just... It probably was driving him nuts that he had the guitar, and now that he just sold it for $6 million, Courtney Love and Francis Bean must feel sick to their stomachs. Oh, not only not only the money, the fact that it is like one of the biggest pieces of memorabilia and they didn't get their hands on it. He probably made a killing from the divorce aside from the guitar, too. So he, I bet you he already took her to the cleaners, and this is just salt in the wound. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing okay. Well, he is doing okay. He's got at least six million bucks after Ugh. this guitar was sold. A 1959 Martin D18E, if you know your guitars. If you could top that story, I'd love to hear about things that you've lost in the divorce. Did you lose something in the in the divorce that can top Kurt Cobain's guitar worth six <laughs> million dollars? <laughs> Or tell us, tell us the closest you've come. What have you lost in the divorce that just drives you nuts? Something that you wish you had, and maybe it was a spite uh, thing where your significant other knew you loved something, so they kept it even though they had no use for it. Right? Oh, you hear it all the time. Yeah. COVID nineteen, still a pandemic going on, folks. Especially down there in the United States, where numbers are are climbing pretty steadily depending on what state you're in especially the uh, the reports of new cases still going up man it's crazy mm-hmm. and the news broke over the weekend that Toronto Maple Leaf Austin Matthews has tested positive for COVID-19 mm-hmm. he's back at home in Arizona and he will be self-quarantining for the next little bit but the fact that Austin's got it has put into question now whether or not we're going to get that summertime hockey. If uh, if they're going to be able to pull this off, training camps were supposed to open uh, at the start of July. But with players, not just in the NHL, NFL too, big question whether or not they're going to be able to start on time, if at all. And the NBA, we're hoping to be down in Florida with their their isolated uh, community of players and everybody everybody uh, playing in one location, but Florida has just gone insane with with cases of COVID nineteen. They have more mm. cases in Florida than they do in this entire country up here in Canada right now. So now there's a question mark over whether or not the NBA is going to move ahead with uh with a postseason before they start uh, the regular season in the fall and I, I i'm not the biggest sports guy ever you know i'm excited for the nfl season to start on time but it, are the fans that invested in the nhl season this summer i mean this is mostly for the nhl to make some money but are fans really looking forward to this novelty play <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think I'm curious as to what's going to happen like a train wreck, but like, can't we just move on and look forward to the next of season? Of course fans are interested. I'm, I'm a casual <laughs> hockey fan, and I would love – I had a buddy over on, on Saturday, and he said, how great would it be if there was a Leafs playoff game on tonight? You know, after yeah. uh, barbecuing some meat, having a couple beers – 
just chill out and watch the hockey game, cheer for your favorite team. People would tune in. It would be huge if they were of able course. to do it. But the question is, will they be able to do it? Don't get me wrong. If there was a game tonight, I would watch it. But it's the will-they-won't-they nonstop drama feed of when's it going to happen, what are the rules, what's going to do. It's just sickening at this point. You're you're saying at what point do they just call it off? Yeah. like It's like the will-they-won't-they all summer, and then we're ultimately going to be disappointed when it inevitably doesn't happen. So if they would have just canceled it and then look forward to the season, they probably could have started it on time. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but it's, I'm just getting annoyed. Well, Toronto sports fans, something positive to focus on. Yeah, Austin Matthews has COVID-19. We hope he's okay. We hope he takes care of himself and recovers quickly. Um, but on the other side of things, the Raptors are still NBA champions, and if hey. they don't have a championship – the Raptors will be champions for two years, right? If they don't pull <laughs> off this this whole summertime playoff thing, that's yeah. two years the Toronto Raptors will be NBA champions. Heavyweight champ is champ until someone takes the belt away. <laughs> that's right. I think it would be so much fun, and I know that there's a, there's a ton of people. Well, let's put it this way. People are now betting on shark migration. I was reading what? an article... <laughs> that hardcore gamblers they got nothing to bet on so guys that would make their living betting on uh sports are now betting on stuff like shark migration however you do that (laughs) it's it's apparently a thing yeah Hmm. which way are the sharks gonna go Uh, i don't know (laughs) sure uh you get a hot tip Hey, I know for a fact someone's been chumming the water <laughs> over near Bermuda. Head <laughs> <Get> on Bermuda. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, it's it's now all up in the air again. We don't know if we're going to get sports back before the end of summer. I knew you'd be upset about Austin Matthews uh, contracting COVID-19. You are a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, so uh, mm-hmm. that's that's got to be a hard hard one for you to take there I, I don't know if i should even tell you this story bit of a one-two punch here can you handle it are you is it wendell clark morning? is wendell clark sick too no no wendell clark's okay but there has been a covid19 outbreak at cruising chubby's strip club in wisconsin cc's cruising chubby's <laughs> I know you. I know you love know strip story. club names. <laughs> Cruising Chubbies, <laughs> what a name oh for a God. strip joint. Cruising Chubbies. We were talking about the the strip club in London, Ontario, the beef that uh, mm-hmm. Tom Segura, comedian, was making fun of in one of his Netflix specials last week. Is is the beef a worse name than Cruising Chubbies? I don't know. <laughs> The Cruising Chubbies, what would you assume was the gentleman's club? The Beef Baron or Cruising Chubbies? I think I would probably say Cruising Chubbies. Yeah, I, I agree. Beef Baron sounds like it's it's a butcher shop, for sure. <laughs> could, be, could be a steakhouse. You never know. <laughs> Cruising Chubbies. Health Department in Wisconsin says that a bunch of cases have been confirmed. 
They didn't release any details on how the virus might have spread within Cruz and Chubbies, but I'm sure you can use your imagination there. It turns out that little towel that they put on your lap before the dances really doesn't protect from much. <laughs> gonna, gonna, gonna need to sub that out for a very large wet wipe. Antibacterial large wet wipe towel. Like what, I think they give you on the plane. Instead of the little, the little lap towel that they use in the VIP lounge, now they're going to use Lysol wipes. <laughs> oh, man. oh, yeah, you got to wipe that pole down in between each dance, <laughs> don't you? Sometimes they do. Yeah, uh, the the Cruising Chubby Strip Club in Wisconsin will be shut down for 28 days oh, man. to avoid further spread of the disease. Uh, you know what? Maybe going back, I would just wear a mask going back to any strip club now, I think at this point, just to be safe. Going back? <laughs> not, not now. I mean, when COVID is done. Well, You're going to you know. go back? Well, it's lonely out here, man. People are locked up. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm imagining what the Cruz and Chubby's logo looks like. <laughs> I want to see the sign. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing a Chubby driving like a, yeah. a convertible. Yeah, something Cruz phallic. And <laughs> yeah, his hat <laughs> flying off, maybe. <laughs> How was your Father's Day yesterday, Juan? Did you talk to your dad? He's back in Colombia, isn't he? Yes. So he's back in Colombia, and I I did a speak with him. When did I spoke with him? I think I did on Friday. I didn't do it yesterday, but I did it Friday, and and yeah, no, it was good. Um, a little story about me. I don't know if you care or not, but <laughs> or maybe the listeners don't care. But uh, my, I, I don't have a, like a super close relationship with my dad, so I consider uh-huh. my mom my dad and mom at the same time. So yeah, but it's, it's all good though. Like it's not it's not in bad terms. It's just like my dad was divorced from my mom when I was like one year old, mm-hmm. so I never got uh-huh. to experience too much stuff with him, anyways. I just saw, like saw him on the weekends, and yeah, I don't know. One, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna start crying here. No, I feel no, so no, bad, no, man. no, 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 don't cry, don't cry. It's, it's. I, I know there's a lot of people like me that they don't have like a close relationship with their parents, like especially dad. I love him though. I respect yeah. him and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we mm-hmm. just don't talk. It's just. Yeah. Well, my parents were divorced too, Juan. I know mm-hmm. I can relate. Maybe that's why I'm getting a little emotional here. I know what it's yeah, like. Um, to be uh, to be raised in a house with a mom and, and dad's around when he's around, but you just do what you can, man, because you don't want to have any regrets. You know, I've also my dad has passed on, and you know, I I wish that I had uh, done what I could to spend more time with him when he was around. So uh, don't hold any grudges, buddy. Oh yeah, no, I I try not to. Like when I was younger, I did, but but now that I'm here, can um, alone. I kind of, kind of, I, I don't know. I, I realized that hey, it, it, no one taught you how to be a dad, and he has mistakes. I do have mistakes as a son too. So now I'm like, oh yeah, like I try to be nice, but it's just we're so similar, but also so different that every time we talk, we just argue. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the similar is the worst part of the whole thing, right? Yes. It's two people who are who just think alike, they act alike. And it's Stubborn. like, the, yes. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the, the two of the same can't exist in the same space without there being a, a major issue that forms. 
Yeah, so, so uh, that happened on Friday. But it's all good, though. I, what I said, I still feel that he's there. Uh, I know if something would have happened or whatever, he's going to be there for me. So that's okay. Right. And, and what I said, like, every time we finish a conversation, I said, hey, I love you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know we're not the same and we we try to keep that aside. But, but yeah, we love each other, so. Well, one of these days he may say it back once. Oh, he said he said all the time. He cries. He cries when he. Okay, Juan, we need to. I think we may need to get you two in therapy together. At least a fishing trip. Let's go. Yeah, let's go bond with Juan and his dad. What's your dad's name? Ricardo. Ricardo. He's double R because his first name is Rene. So Rene Ricardo. <laughs> Rene Ricardo. There you go. Okay. Well, Juan, I didn't. Uh, I was expecting you to say, "Yeah, my Father's Day was good," um, but oh, no, you really good. opened up there. <laughs> I, you really, appreciate it. You really gave us a peek behind the curtain, and uh, we hope moving forward things are are they continue to get better between you and your dad. Anything to do with dads now makes me emotional. Now that I am a father yeah. of two kids. I saw a news report yesterday, and it was, you know, it's COVID-19, and some people's dads are in uh, long-term care homes, or they have, you know, uh, pre-existing conditions, so their kids can't see them. And I saw this one report on a nursing home that had, like, a, a drive-through where you could drive up and see your parents, and the, the dads were all waving the first time they've seen their kids and in months and everyone was crying and i started tearing up i had to turn the stupid thing off <laughs> but yeah no thank you Tess. no one said it listen no one said it would be easy being a dad right it's hard it's hard and thank you guys for for asking me i'm sorry that it, it went that emotional i don't mean to like have anyone sad or anything like what i said i, I think it's relatable a decent relationship yeah exactly it's like i feel yeah. that some people have issues with them but at the end of the day it's family and you gotta be there for them so yeah, happy Father's Day for those ones that are there alone, as you said, like just in probably places that they don't have their kids close. But trust me, your kids probably love you a lot. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's you know for some people Father's Day is a great day. For other people, it's it's a tough day. And mm-hmm. uh, Juan, it's good to know that they're not the only one out there. So thank you for sharing that uh, with us this morning. Even though it's not what I expected, I, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. We'll take a break, and we'll get back into the music in minutes. Good morning. It's Taz and Jim. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 530 until 930 or subscribe keep downloading the podcasts and we'll keep talking